I'm Kara. And I'm PJ. And welcome to Skip, Skip to, to the, the Good part. part. We have a very exciting episode today. We have Corellia Stetz Waters on the show, and she's going to be reading from her brand new book, uh, Behind the Scenes, which I cannot wait to read. I am such a fan. I love Satisfaction Guaranteed. And I pre-ordered this book. I'm, I can't wait to read it. So I cannot wait to hear a little excerpt today. Corellia, welcome. Thank you so much. I am delighted to be here. <laughs> and we're really skipping right to the good part. I That's guess. right. We um, are today. So if you would give us a little more background about the book or the, or the arc of the story, and then floor is yours, madame. All right. Oh, well, I'm so excited about this book. Um, it's a rom-com, contemporary rom-com set in Portland, Oregon, with two women as the protagonists, uh, Rose Johnston is 38. She is a successful business consultant. She loves her three sisters, but she feels like something's missing. Her life is uh, very responsible, but not uh, not a lot of passion in it. And uh, Ash Stewart is a indie film director who had a brilliant career that was cut short by a bad car accident and uh, ugly divorce. And uh, Ash is, has a dream of getting her her perfect movie, her dream movie, uh, made made, and uh, getting back into the film industry. But she has uh, she only has really one shot for various reasons, and that is to pitch to this uh, wealthy and eccentric investor. Ah, interesting. Her, her friends, her colleagues realize that she's trying to do everything by herself for various emotional reasons and she needs help. So they bring in business consultant, Rose Jostin, who agrees to a one hour consult. The entertainment industry is not really her specialty, but the women click both personally and professionally and come together to bring this movie to the the investor with the hopes of uh, reclaiming Ash's dream and, as it turns out in the process, helping Rose achieve her dream as well, which has uh, something to do with ASMR. Okay. Mm. All right. All right. Very intrigued, cool. Intrigued. So set us up for this scene a little bit. Is there anything the readers need to know before you jump in? No, I picked the first scene. Okay. So... It's easy. Easy. All right. Easy peasy. All right. Uh, well, we'll we'll let you take it away. All righty. From behind the scenes. Rose Johnston sat at a table under a patio umbrella, gazing out at a sea of pugs. She wouldn't have been able to pick hers out of the crowd except for the Gucci dog coats her sister Gigi had given them in honor of Rose's birthday. 38. Rose was not in middle-aged pug lady territory yet, but middle-aged pug lady territory was visible in the distance. Her dogs were visible in the distance because they were wearing coats with bows that made them look like fat butterflies. Rose's three sisters, Gigi, Ty, and Cassie, sat around the table sipping lemonade from commemorative Portland pug crawl pint glasses. Designer labels are part of the capitalist conspiracy. Ty, the youngest, hopped up onto her chair, folding her skinny body, she hadn't inherited the Jostin curves, onto her seat. The comment wasn't directed at Rose. Gigi dropped her voice to a stage whisper. Rose is turning 38 and all she has are those two little mutants. I had to go big. I can hear you, Rose said. 
38 was exactly 2.8 years less than half the average age of American women. Rosa checked. They're not mutants, Rose added. They are the product of 3,000 years of inbreeding. You are looking at the birth of GMO, and I have everything I want. Her dogs, her health, a townhome that looked like a page from the pottery barn, a big salary, and she had her beloved sisters. But are you sure you don't want to do more for your birthday, Gigi asked. I know how you feel about flying, but L.A. is just an hour away. I have an Ativan. Like that would keep the plane from crashing. This is all I want, Rose said. She felt a familiar pang of longing. This was her life and it was wonderful and it should be enough. I think cupcakes eating out of the trash, Rose said. She wasn't just deflecting her feelings. Her dogs, Cupcake and Muffin, had flapped their designer wings over to the banquet of delicacies spilling from an overfull dumpster. Rose hurried over. There were ketchup packets and beer-soaked napkins strewn about. Cupcake and Muffin had never had anything so wonderful. It was Michelin-starred. They saw Rose coming. They loved her, but they had to make a choice. Their mother and goddess or a paper tray that had once held a hamburger. With surprising speed, Cupcake picked up the tray and dodged left. Muffin, realizing the desperation of the situation, swallowed half a hot dog whole, then wedged himself between the dumpster and the warehouse building behind it. Rose knelt and reached for him. You bottom feeder, you living trash compactor. She grabbed Muffin's bow, but he slipped away. I am very disappointed in your life choices. Muffet had the audacity to wag his tail just an inch out of Rose's reach. There is a shred of free will left in that walnut-sized brain, and you could have used it. Behind her, she heard metal clang. She stood up quickly. A woman had emerged from a steel door in the warehouse wall. She was pretty, with curly dark hair shaved on the sides and pulled back in a ponytail. She was about Rose's age, but she wore ripped skinny jeans and a Susie and the Banshees t-shirt faded enough to be a 90s original. Rose could admit, this wasn't the kind of woman you wanted to meet while fishing around behind the dumpster. But she'd long since gotten over being nervous around attractive women. The woman blinked against the sunlight. She looked like she'd been up for days. Muffin bounded out from behind the dumpster and Rose scooped him up. The woman reached out and petted Muffin. So you're making bad life choices. But there was so much good stuff back there. The woman ruffled the wrinkles on his forehead. How could your mother take that away from you? How could she stand in the way of joy? The woman shot Rose a friendly, albeit fatigued smile. She tweaked the bow on Muffin's coat. Gucci, is it this year's season? The quirk of her smile said that she was teasing. It was a birthday present, Rose rolled her eyes. Does that make it better? Better than what? Being 2.8 years away from middle age and the kind of person who owns designer dog coats? Better than taking them to Nordstrom's and having the coats tailored? Oh, you should always tailor pugs, the woman said to Muffin, ruffling his neck fat. 
He goggled at her adoringly. They have such big manly shoulders and such little spindly waists. She grinned, and the smile made faint laugh lines around her eyes. She was definitely attractive. Tall, lanky, braless in a way that said, I forgot to put on a bra, not I want to show you my nipples. She had the sexiness of a cool hipster without the annoyingness of a cool hipster because she didn't take herself too seriously. Rose reached for a reason to prolong the conversation. For a moment, with the sun shining and the city glowing with new spring, it felt like anything could happen. She could be someone who had adventures and flew to L.A. and met a hot woman on her birthday. Remember, the woman directed the comment at Muffin, you're not overdressed. Everyone else is underdressed. To Rose, she added, have fun. Then she was walking away with a slight limp and two enormous laptops Rose hadn't noticed before tucked under her arm. And Rose was Rose Johnston. Senior Associate at Integral Business Solutions, Faithful Sister, Fearful Flyer, 38, holding a dog in a Gucci coat covered in dumpster grease. Hooray! That was awesome. I loved it. I loved it. We had our microphones muted, but I laughed the entire time. (laughs) Oh, thank you. It was so, so funny. Oh, I just, I just love your voice. I love, I mean just sucks you in right away. Like I, I, I have to, I have to. Excellent. That's what yes. I'm going for. <laughs> I just love the pugs. You just, they're just so well drawn. You just completely, you know, completely see them down to their, you know, the ruffles and the, and the coat. It's yeah. wonderful. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I have a pug and she is obsessed with eating everything. Oh yeah. Nothing is off limits. Her, her policy is like eat it first and then figure out if it was yeah. edible oh, afterwards. Oh yeah. We have a, a golden doodle who's like, you know, 85 pounds and he, his, his snout is like countertop level. So <laughs> everything is fair game. Absolutely. Trash food, you know, plastic bottles, whatever, yes. whatever he can get his hands on. And, and I think for his first five years, it was all trial and error. Is this edible? I'm just going to eat it anyway. Yeah. I'm going to just consume this dog toy and see. <laughs> like, well, know? he has, he has teeth, but I don't think he ever uses He just them. swallows things just, whole. Yeah, kind of just, like a, like a snake. Just, it's kind of yeah. amazing how fast he can take down pretty Absolutely. much. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And, and, and my pug sees us coming and it, it's gone. Like it is down it's, the hatch. That's it. That's it. Well, uh, PJ brought home, he, he went to Belgium, brought home, was it two pounds? I think so. Yeah. Two pounds of rare, dark Belgian chocolate. Oh, it was rare, but it was good. It was one, it was well, expensive. rare here, rare here. Oh yeah, sure. And uh, Teddy took the, ate it the entire bag and all. <laughs> even oh, the brown the box, bag, the, the box, the box, the whole thing, ate everything. Uh, my daughter thankfully uh, saved his life by saying, where's the chocolate? Oh, <laughs> it's been consumed. We took him to the vet and, you know, the vet, vet took care of him, you know, made it, made him, you know, Pump regurgitate yep. and said, we have never seen that much chocolate come out of a dog. <laughs> Oh, no. oh, I'm so glad he was okay. Yes. That's, that's scary. Yeah. Oh, dogs. <laughs> we love them. <laughs> They're members of the family. Terrifying. That's right. <laughs> Sometimes frustrating members of the family. But. <laughs> 
Well, I, I can't wait to read the rest of this book. Everyone in the show notes, there'll be the link to to buy the book and and yeah, it was great. That's yeah. a that's a great opening. Loved Wonderful. it. Wonderful. I love it. I can't wait to see how their relationship develops. Yeah, like they're they're clear. Yeah, clearly the laptops. The yeah. Susie and the Banshees. Thank you. Oh, I know. Love them. <laughs> Tugging at the heartstrings there. I wish I still had my shirt. <laughs> I know. Why don't we keep that stuff? We I don't, don't realize how cool it was in the moment. Exactly. I'm just like, uh, you know, <laughs> grunge came and I'm like, forget it. You know, it's done. It's, <laughs> it's done. done. It's done. We'll, yeah. we'll get rid of this one. Don't need the peep show t-shirt. That's right. It's got mustard stains on it. Whatever. That would just add to the, <laughs> add to the character of it. But anyway, oh, well, Corellia, thank you so much for coming on and, and reading an excerpt of your book. It was a delightful and I hope everyone runs out and buys it. Absolutely. Thank you so much. It's so good to see you too. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Skip to the Good Part. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being a part of this uh, this wonderful little thing we That's got right. going on in the romance literary corner of the bookstore. That's right. We appreciate you, the listener. And if you appreciate us, please leave us a review. Absolutely. Subscribe. Share. Share with your book clubs. Tell all them book club people. Those voracious readers. That's right. And please continue to read. Absolutely. Support all these fantastic authors that we have on, you know, as you're learning more about them and learning more about their, their books and their works and all the things that you enjoy about them. Yeah. All all the links are in the, in the notes of the episode. So check them out. Absolutely. All right. Well, until next time, don't forget, skip to the good part.